0: It's Al's Boring Podcast.
1: Oh, hi there. Al Dukes here, and we are back in the Basking Ridge condo for another Boring Podcast with Paul. Hello. Oh, hi, Paul. Now, you and I come up with uh, topics generally for the podcast. Right. And uh, you were telling me earlier this week, um, I guess you felt like you were perhaps running out of topics. So did you, in fact, (laughs) Google podcast topics? Yes. Yes. Which I don't know what you were looking for because I I think this, we do kind of a different kind of podcast, like where you you should have really Googled like Ron and Fez topics. Oh, okay. That would have been
0: something more of like what we're doing here. I just thought maybe there was a general idea we were not, we were just missing for podcasts. Yeah, like a, a, a theme or a topic. Right. That we just didn't tackle. I see. But when I Googled this, I just saw a lot of crappy ideas out there.
1: So you just Googled podcasting ideas? Yeah, or topics, topic topics ideas. For well, yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd you uh, find?
0: Well, like this woman, she must have 200 ideas. Here. So uh, who, who are these people
1: giving you ideas on podcasting topics? Uh, are they other podcasters? I think they? she's
0: a, a podcaster. I think her name looks to be Melody Kramer. You think she has a lot of uh, downloads, as they say? I couldn't imagine. I can't either. Uh, because she, this, her, some of her ideas revolve oh, what around. Is, uh, what do we got? A podcast about an older person teaching a younger person something they were told they had to learn, like knitting. Wow, So that you, sounds interesting. So, hey, listen, you're listening to this. 50 <laughs> minutes, we're talking about crap, right? But we could be teaching you how to knit, right? Yeah,
1: for 50 minutes, right? All right, well, that's a terrible idea. What other, what other good ideas did she have?
0: Uh, you know, talking to your Uber driver interviewing them. interviewing an uber
1: driver yeah okay so it's a more of an interview podcast all right
0: yeah that's what she seems like a lot she of likes her ideas have,
1: she, she likes to have a guest
0: yeah like uh interview a veteran
1: a veteran right yeah okay what am i supposed to do with that who wants to hear these right. podcasts <laughs> interview an uber driver right we ought uh, to pull, do that <laughs> next week interview an uber driver yeah. like you take an uber driver over here we invite the gentleman in We sit him down (laughs) and we uh, start
0: chatting him up. Have a seat, sir. Have a a seat, sir. Yes. You want five stars or not? (laughs) But uh, this other, I there was another website that uh, gave a recommendation about saying, "Don't make me your third wheel." What do you mean? So he's saying my time is precious, and I'm giving as a listener. Yes, I'm giving you some of it. I don't want to listen to you. Laugh at your, each other's jokes. Oh, so which is pretty right. much our podcast. <laughs> there goes this one. Right, <laughs> Could we do a fair, like email that person, and tell them do not listen to this right. podcast. You, uh, you, as this, you may think you're very interesting, but you're probably wrong. You probably suck. <laughs> hmm.
1: Well, today's uh, podcast topic, we're going to talk about talk radio. Yes, and various things like that, like uh, Howard Stern show, Opie and Anthony. Sports, sports talk, talk yeah. political so, talk,
0: talk talk talk. I think a lot of your listeners right enjoy the format of talk radio.
1: Yeah, I think they uh well, I think people come upon talk radio because they're spending a lot of time in the car right. and they get sick of the same music over and over again. That's
0: exactly what you know, we discussed in the last podcast.
1: Yeah, so like you'll get you'll get sick of hearing the same songs on the radio, then sometimes you might turn to well, let me, you know, you used to put a CD on instead or your Spotify on now or mm-hmm. your iTunes. But even within your own music, you get sick of it pretty quickly. Absolutely. So then it's like, okay, well, what can I listen to that's not the same music over and over again? And you inevitably hit talk radio. Right. And these days, your talk radio choices on the regular radio are sports talk and political talk. Okay. The FM talk, the regular general talk radio, sort of went away when Opie and Anthony got right, fired. Right. That whole thing just kind of went away. Yeah. There's nothing in New York
0: now that's like hot talk or shock. Hot, right. Hot talk
1: as they call it. Yeah. FM talk. That it, it simply doesn't exist anymore.
0: But it, Opie and Anthony, before they got let go of the last K-Rock contract, or right. whatever they were called, Free FM, right? Yes. They were doing pretty decent ratings, I thought, right. but they just didn't...
1: There. What happened was, uh, I think what happened in the industry, when Howard Stern was dominating radio in the 90s, mm-hmm. in the uh, early 2000s, a lot of radio stations survived based on his ratings in the morning, and they would dwindle throughout the rest of the day, sure. but it was enough to keep the radio station alive. Okay, But because... He started going on stations all over the country. It eliminated a job in that market for another talk show host. So that when Howard left, we were not left with a lot of people that could do the FM talk format. Okay. Because Howard essentially took all of those jobs along the way. Right. So he took that job in. New York and Philly and Washington, Chicago, Dallas, Los Angeles. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there weren't many people that had been doing regular FM hot talk radio okay. in that time. Other than the guys that were doing it at the same time Howard was. Right. Like Don and Mike and Opie and Anthony and uh, Tom Lycus. You know, so the format, mm-hmm. I think, went away because there weren't people good enough at it. Okay. Now, some of those people have gone to podcasting. Right. And in some ways, podcasting is the new talk radio. Sure. You know, so people who get sick of hearing music in their car, if they don't want to hear talk, sports talk, which in your town is really going to be heavily on those teams. Right. So FAN in New York is all Mets, Yankees, Giants, Jets. Mm. Uh, The station in Philly is all Eagles, Phillies, Flyers, Sixers, you know, if you're not into those teams...
0: It's a hard listen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: And then if you're not a political person, you're not going to be into political talk. So where do you turn?
0: Well, when you guys hired David Lee Roth, you went and and did that show, produced that show, I guess. Right. Or something. What were they expecting? Like, they, they must have done test shows. Right. Right? So they knew what he was going to do i think they
1: were looking for a uh in that instance you're replacing howard stern i think they were looking for a guy with a name okay uh somebody who had a fun personality okay and um i, d- I don't know how much further it went into that other than he did do some test shows mm. and you know there are people that are you can uh, be good at talk radio for 10 minutes or some people can do it for a four hour show some people can do it for a week, and then they kind of run out of their topics okay, and I think uh his whole thing i just i think he was really interested in doing sort of these evergreen topics, you know gun control and uh, school lunches and uh it. violence and yeah, and then those kind of run out pretty quickly right if you're not able to adapt and do you know what's in the news today right and have have a hot take on have a hot take on it first of all be a sponge to sort of soak up all of the knowledge about it then have a take on it okay and be able to communicate that mm. and argue your points and then do it again tomorrow and right, do it again right, tomorrow right, right. you know th- this it, it's a very special skill that seems easy when you hear somebody who's very good at it yeah like
0: a lot of people like my boss would say oh get me on FAN right I'll, be able to co-host yeah. the show i'm like well i i'm not sure any you know that's a definitely a skill definitely a skill like when we're we doing this thing i'm like are we almost finished? are we almost done yet <laughs> how much time have we been we're three minutes in yeah how, how many markets was david lee roth in
1: david lee roth was in um i don't know i think he, he was in new york uh philly boston um mm, Dallas, I believe. Okay, also. and then maybe a-
0: five. Adam Corolla was doing the and West Coast. Adam thing.
1: Carolla was on the West Coast. Then some stations survived on their local guy. So uh, the Midwest got a guy named Rover who was popular okay. there before Howard left. Uh, Washington DC, which was a big Howard market, uh, they had the the sports junkies. Oh, okay, so those guys <laughs> took over. You know, so there were there were certain towns where it worked mm-hmm. after he left, but uh you know, the whole Opie and Anthony uh sex and St. Pat's thing, when that whole thing blew up, companies were like, Why would why are we why do we want to be uh dealing with things that potentially could scare advertisers away? Right. You know, and when a, a corporation is more than one radio station, so if you're one radio station and you're your afternoon guy does something wacky and gets you in trouble, it's just you. Right. If you're a corporation and the afternoon guy at uh, K-Rock does something crazy, well, now they go after the CBS TV advertisers. Oh, wow, okay. Because they're now <clears throat> a big conglomerate.
0: Sure, that so makes think, sense.
1: Yes, yeah, so I think that's that probably is what did in the format. Okay. Now, when did you first... Uh, like, for me, I first became aware of talk radio. My dad had a... Uh, my dad had a like boombox that he used to bring out in the, in the garage and okay. in the yard when he would do yard work or work on his car. Yeah, but it only got AM. <clears throat> right, and uh, this is when Imus and Howard were on W-A- WNBC.
0: That same here, my dad had the uh, Imus going in the car. Yeah, and he would hear the advertisement for Howard. Right later in the afternoon. Now my father hated these shows. Oh really. But they were,
1: he said they were the only ones that would come in on his radio. (laughs) Uh, But I remember like a big thing, like one Christmas, we bought my father an FM radio.
0: Okay. And
1: he was excited because now he could listen to like CBS FM and not have to listen to Imus
0: or Howard. Yeah, my dad liked Imus. Yeah. And I never gave Imus a chance just because Stern was like, I hate Imus. Right. If you liked
1: Howard Stern in the 90s. Yeah. You hated everything else,
0: right, yeah, and for no reason, I didn't really know any of those shows that he was bashing. I was just right,
1: like, but he told you they were all ripping him off, right. yeah, so then you were on board too, You're like, yes, yeah, yeah they were this ripping guy. this
0: guy off like, and they, I had no clue what Imas did, so, right, you know, like <laughs>
1: I agree, yeah, Imus always sounded old to me though,
0: right, you know, and i I did once he had those problems with uh the Rutgers thing, right, I did give it a listen, maybe around that time uh. And he did have a dry wit to him, I guess. Like, right. But it wasn't my cup of tea. Right. Because I was used to Howard, like... Right. It was a different approach. Oh, we're going to have women in. Like, <laughs> Why that was exciting to me, women on the radio. Right. Strippers and porn yeah, stars. it still doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it does not make any <laughs> <Right>. sense.
1: <laughs> um, especially now, the internet. You get whatever you right, want. Exactly. Whenever stupid, you want. Yeah. yeah, I guess when you were trapped in your car at some point.
0: Well, when you're 18 years old or whatever. Right. 16, you're like this titillating. You know? Right.
1: And then I... I um, Went to work at uh, WNEW when uh, Opie and Anthony, I guess, got were starting to get popular around 98, okay. somewhere around there. I remember I was living in Florida. When I would come back, you were listening to them. Yes. And I didn't really know what they were. Right. And I still had the Howard attitude of, well, these guys are just ripping off Howard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did that change for you where you felt like, no, these guys aren't ripping off Howard. This is something I, different. I,
0: I, that was definitely out of necessity. What else was there in the afternoon driving home from work. Right. So stuck you were, in traffic. You were sick
1: of music. Sure. You had Howard in the morning. Right. But coming home you had nothing. Right. Yeah. What well, there's nothing on. What about Mike and the Mad Dog? Did you you aren't into sports talk yet?
0: No. I mean I did listen to uh when FAN first started. Yeah. Like I don't even remember the older hosts, but uh I listened to that for a while, but that that's that wasn't it wasn't for you. That wasn't for me. It wasn't a Howard Stern <clears> throat> substitute. Throat> right.
1: So you would put Opie and Anthony on. Yeah. And uh, started finding
0: them funny. Absolutely. I had a makeshift wow sign in my car. <laughs> you had your own wow yeah, sign. Yeah, that was always a little embarrassing, like getting into uh, like a toll plaza where there's so many cars piled right. up and you like have a wow thing. <laughs> you were like, who is it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so that was before they even had stickers. Yes. You would make your own cardboard wow signs. I think it was like in tape maybe. And did a woman ever flash you? Hundreds. <laughs> with no, your, wows, your wow cardboard? <laughs> never. Never. So, uh, yeah, they started to gain popularity around 98. I think it was like 1998, okay. 99, somewhere. I got to work there in 2001. Okay. And I remember when I I was going to work with Ron and Fez. Right. And I remember when I got there, everyone was into Opie and Anthony. Yeah and i and i was still on on the howard stern mindset which everybody's ripping off howard stern mm-hmm. and uh i don't know what turned for me where i started to i guess i i guess i found anthony very funny sure you know and uh there was a time like when they were first on they they weren't they were i think early on they they said they liked howard stern we grew up listening to howard yeah, stern yeah definitely but then when that didn't I guess they were trying a different approach to all the, of Howard's old competitors, would always claim never to have heard Howard
0: or ignore him completely. Or ignore him, yeah.
1: We're and Anthony said, "No, we listened to him."
0: Yeah, Anthony was doing impressions of, of Howard. Howard.
1: Yeah, yes, the hoo hoo Robin, right? That that thing, the howie copter, the the, <laughs> going to the Hamptons. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, um, yeah. So I started uh, there, and then uh, when I started to work for Ron and Fez. It was weird because I never, before going to work for Ronan I never thought that some things on talk radio were fake. Right. It blew my mind. Yeah. And it start. I started rethinking everything from the Stern Show. Sure, definitely. I'm like, well, if we're doing fake things, almost like a wrestling show, almost like wrestling. Yeah. yeah we're sort of this general script, mm-hmm. and then you would ad lib around it. Right. And it was very effective because you think what's coming out of your radio is real. Absolutely. As opposed
0: to you know when you're watching television that's those are actors. Right. And you can get a sense of oh you could tell like on a reality show. Right. You could say, Oh, that's this is so set up. Right. Like and a this, Kardashian show, you can say
1: Yeah, you know they're they're getting stumble in into tea
0: pain here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look who's
1: here. Yeah. Um, that was like the Osbournes, the first few years, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like they were in their house doing nothing and right. then all of a sudden like, let's go, uh, hot air ballooning with Ozzy. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. He yeah. wouldn't do that. Right. <laughs> but you had to get him out of the house. Sure. Um, yeah. So I just started to like kind of re. well, cause everything that comes out of your radio is more, it's a more intimate medium. Mm-hmm. So I think people think more things are real there. Right. Um, so that was interesting to to work for Ron and Fez and to be be involved in some of those.
0: Yeah. I was going to ask things. you about that was, you know, Opie seemed like he really hated you back then. Right. Now, he wasn't, didn't seem like he was in on the bit. Right. Because like you seemed like you were, that was, your character was like, pretend like you really liked Opie, right. wanted to get his attention and be his friend.
1: Yes. It and was, a, we were poking Opie. Yeah. And. and and a and a nice, great move on Ron and Fez's part mm-hmm. in that they were new to, the, to New York. Right. <clears throat> they knew they had a huge show on the radio station in Opie and Anthony. Yep. How do we get ourselves involved with Opie and Anthony? Great idea. And having me <clears throat> be a pain in the ass to Opie worked great. Right. Got, he got complain, their attention. Got their attention. He would complain about me. He would call in. I never, to this day... I don't know if Opie knows that was fake. Okay. Anthony, I'm sure, was in on it because Anthony used to uh, hang out uh, during the Ron and Fez show, either off the air or on the air. Right. A couple of times, you know, let's say in a two week period, two or three nights. Right. He would be there just hanging out, drinking beers, playing foosball, pinball. He was just hanging out. So he would see. Sort of the the process of how some of these fake bits worked. Bits worked. Yeah,
0: I, I remember just a little bit off topic, but when yeah. Billy Staples wiped poop on your check, right? Uh, I remember call like I believe I called you or I emailed you saying, "Dude, you have to quit that show." You were furious. I was furious. I was right. really pissed. Like, you know, oh my friends getting bullied on this show. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting you bullied. were getting bullied. Yeah, that was a rough... Uh, that was a rough few years, but I thought yes. that was across the line. Right. You know, but you were like, no, that, that was fake. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yes. So, um, yeah, so I never knew with Opie if he knew that, that these were
0: fake bits yeah, or like not. Yeah, like he smashed that pinball was a very famous moment in history. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah, so, yes. Pinball so, machine. Yeah, so uh, Anthony had a foosball table at the radio station. Mm-hmm. And uh in a drunken stupor one night I kicked it over. Right. And I didn't remember and and th- that weekend one of the guys on the, the show that I worked on called me and said, "Yeah, man, you kicked over Opie's uh, or Anthony's uh, foosball table." Okay. I was like, "Really?" They're like, "Yeah, it was no problem. No, we just propped it back up." Okay. I was like, "Great. I didn't think twice about yeah. it."
0: <laughs> I go <laughs> to work did you know.
1: <laughs> I go to work on Monday. Yeah. And I'm in a production room. Outside the production room is the foosball table. And I see Anthony over there playing. And he goes, what the fuck? He goes, this thing's all cracked. And, duh, duh, duh. and then I heard, uh, I forget the guy's name who used the screen calls him. He was,
0: Aldukes kicked it over.
1: Well, that was, I was finished. Oh, goodness gracious. Because yeah. I just started there. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. So then they got angry uh, on the air. Then Ron, again, playing the puppeteer, mm-hmm. said, why don't you get opie a pinball machine and he said to me you could probably find a pinball company that'll give us a pinball machine (laughs) right for mentions on the air yeah great i did you thought that was a great (laughs) great great idea idea. yeah and ron's like it'll be great you know anthony brought the foosball table up for us to play we should contribute as well let's get a pinball machine Mm -hmm. so turn that into a game room okay at the radio stage so i said okay and i um I talked to this guy. He said, yeah, I'll bring up a different pinball machine every few months because I'm going to get you a 1967 classic Rolling Stone pinball for your first one. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I brought it up there. I pretended uh, on Ron and Fez that I got that as a gift for Opie. Right. To which Opie said he was going to smash it. Yeah. And he did. He took a sledgehammer to the pinball machine.
0: Was the guy pissed about this? Yes. Yeah.
1: The guy thought it was fake. I go, no, no, he's uh. He's smashing your pinball machine.
0: <laughs> well, if you were that guy, wouldn't you sue?
1: Yeah, so they, they worked out some deal where they gave the guy free advertising okay. for it or something. Oh, wow. Uh, but the guy ended <laughs> up getting a lot of publicity for it. Right. So he was fine with it. But uh, uh, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, and then once Opie and Anthony got thrown off the air and they went to satellite, they they really were the early days of satellite radio. Sure, definitely, yeah. too. And that was a great spot for them because there were no rules there. Right. But then in some ways when there that was the idea where there when there are no rules, is it as much fun?
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, there's a little it, it loses its appeal. Right. Because you can you can do anything you want.
1: You can do anything you want. <clears throat> uh yeah, when you can't when you're not balancing on the can we do this or can't we do this? Right. It does right, lose right. some interest. Right. And the other thing that they had said afterwards, because I worked with them a second time when they came to uh, 92.3, 3FM, mm-hmm. and one of the things that they were excited to come back on regular radio for was when you go to satellite radio, much like a podcast, people have to search this out. Right. Right? So, so it's your fans who are now listening to you. Mm-hmm. When you're on WNEW or K Rock, somebody can stumble upon you. And get offended. Right. Yeah. Or get bothered. Yep. Or get shocked as to what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And then that person is upset and calls. And then you have a moment. And you have a moment. Yeah. When when it's only with the podcast, it's your fans who are listening. With satellite radio, they're searching you out. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it was it was work and still is work to try to find
0: Opie or Anthony.
1: Right, sure. It's not just out in the public. Right. They're not on WFAN. You know, you have to find them.
0: Yeah, like my mom would have no clue. No clue. Where any of those two are. Right. The
1: question I got for years and still get, people will say to me, whatever happened to uh, Opie and Anthony? And I'd be <laughs> oh, like, yeah. they've been on satellite for 10 years. Right. <laughs> They're like, oh, no. Or, or what happened to Ron and Fez? I'm like, been on satellite for right. 10 years, 15 yeah. Yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that, <clears throat> that just disappears once you get off. And the, there's so the, many
0: channels on satellite, so many you couldn't channels. possibly stumble upon them. I mean, you could, but right. the odds of you doing that are pretty... Right. Yeah.
1: Like, satellite radio needed Howard Stern to go there. Okay. To get some traction. Publicity, I guess. Some publicity. Yeah. Which they did, but it still seems like, even today, if you're a talk show on satellite and you're not Howard Stern or on the Howard Stern channels when he had other talk shows, mm-hmm. it's hard to find those people.
0: So um, pretty anonymous, I guess. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's it's not, there's still, like you said, there's too many channels. They even like, they don't even have like one sports channel. No. They have sports shows. They have good sports
0: shows yeah. that are spread out all over the place. Right. So how are you finding those? Yeah, no, I, I was going to bring up some of the things I listened to. All right. Now... Were some of those specialized sports shows. Right. So I listen to the, I'm big into fantasy football. Yes. Doing the daily fantasy. I'm listening to Fantasy Channel.
1: The Fantasy Channel. The Sports
0: Fantasy Channel. All right. That's what I'm listening to now in the morning.
1: That's what you drive to work listening That's to. That's right. Fantasy sports. Yeah. What do they talk about? Well,
0: is what if CJ Anderson goes down? Who's his backup? Who's, uh, you know? Who's,
1: is it mainly set up for people who are playing like the daily fantasy? They do both.
0: Season long daily okay. dynasty <laughs> guys. You guys, they, they, so listen. They take calls all day on the. I don't know. Whenever they do a call, like, yeah, all right, I'm in a 14 team PPR half point whatever <laughs> they're saying, and the guys are like actually following what they're saying. All right. like, I could I would zone out. Right, you know, yeah, I could not follow. All that. right, so I'm being offered a trade, Jordy Nelson right. for yeah, mm. and I'm like, <laughs> and they'll answer it. They yeah. have a definitive answer.
1: Right, like they've broken it. it down. Right, so that's what you're listening to. That's
0: what I'm listening to now. Fantasy sports yeah, uh, but you know it's it gets me to and from work with it's that. talk, yes, so like Mike Clay is the guy I listen to, he's very dry, mm-hmm. he just gives information, doesn't have to do jokes and like. He's an information guy. Absolutely. Okay. Mike Clay. I'll yeah. look for him never, probably. <laughs> no, You would probably would. I would never listen to that. But I also listen to like another specialized channel is the soccer channel. Oh, right. On satellite. Yes. Okay. Now where would I find that on regular radio? You wouldn't, because <laughs> no one's listening to it. There's they have plenty of callers.
1: See, like that to me is a podcast.
0: Sure. Yeah. No, there's soccer. There's podcast channels
1: devoted to soccer. Or pod, yeah, yes, definitely. Right. All right. What but else? that's not, no,
0: I'm just saying those are things that
1: specialty things that you absolutely. like. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Talk radio. Right. Soccer and Mike Clay talking <laughs> fantasy sports.
0: <laughs> I used to listen to Matthew Berry, mm-hmm. uh, fantasy yes. football podcast. Right. And he was trying to be like a Howard Stern for fantasy football. Right. Like, I just want to hear information. I he was want trying to, to be hilarious. Jokes and like and inside jokes and like. Sound effects. It's like, shut up. You were off of that. Off of that. You want Mike Clay. <laughs> Give me the facts and information. <laughs> yes. Give me the matchups. The <laughs> cornerback matchups.
1: One of the great things about working in talk radio and working in podcasting is that you don't have to get dressed up. Like when you're on TV, you have to wear suits and stuff. You could actually work in your underwear when it comes to podcasting and talk radio. May I suggest Mac Weldon... Mack Weldon underwear is not only stylish, it's extremely comfortable. In fact, it's the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts and hoodies, sweatpants, etc. that you'll ever wear. And it's very easy to shop at MackWeldon.com. If you want underwear, you simply click the underwear tab. Do you want socks? Click the socks tab. T-shirts? You get it. It's very simple and easy to order from Mac Weldon. And check this out. Mac Weldon wants you to be comfortable. So if you don't like your first pair, you can keep it, and they will still refund you your money. No questions asked. Just please don't send them your used underwear back. Nobody at Mac Weldon wants your underwear coming back in the mail that's touched your junk. Go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off using the promo code BORING. Stop embarrassing yourself when you pull your pants down. Go to MacWeldon.com, use the promo code BORING, and look the way I do when I take my pants off. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
0: It's Al's Boring Podcast with Al Dukes. I was also like sports radio. You're on. You're in sports. Yes, radio. I am. Yes, yes. <laughs> sports radio. Yes. Now you go up against a national show, Mike, Mike and Mike, Mike. Right. Right. So overall, your ratings are better than Mike and Mike. Yes, for sure.
1: Okay. I think sports talk is one of those things that are. Well, it's definitely sports talk is a regional, okay, thing. You know where if most the overwhelming majority of people that are in the New York area are following the New York sports teams. Mm-hmm. So they don't care about, you know, tomorrow morning where Mike and Mike will be talking about the Warriors playing the Rockets. Right. You know, we would be talking about the upcoming Jet game, the Giant game. Or Knicks. Knicks. Right. Yeah. You know, Mets, Yankees, that sort of thing.
0: Now that, that's since I'm not a fan of those um teams. Right. I would send I would tend to Look outside of that area. So you would want a more national perspective? Me personally, yes. Right. I, I feel like I was listening to Francesa and your show more, even if I wasn't a fan of the Jets, but Rex Ryan was there. Right. Like there was always something going on with that. Right. He was a personality. Yeah. Now I just... Right. Right now the the teams have boring guys. Yeah. The Jets are
1: like anonymous people to right. me. Right. Todd Bowles is boring and all their players. Right. Uh, ben McAdoo is boring, and all of their players. Right. Nobody's right. saying
0: anything crazy. Right. I don't know. There's just nothing. Well, there. that
1: used to be the complaint all the time. That, uh, during the Rex Ryan years, guys would call up and say, you're not talking Giants. Talk Giants. I go, and say what? They're right. not doing anything. Yeah. They have no personalities on the team that are doing anything interesting. They win the games they should win, occasionally lose one they should win. Right. Right. And they're losing the games they should lose. Occasionally, we'll win one of those. (laughs) Like, there was nothing. It was like with the Yankees. So, they were doing the same thing. The Yankees and Giants were not an interesting uh, talk show. They
0: were successful.
1: They were successful. But. But they were going about their business. And that's not good for talk radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk radio needs Rex Ryan uh, foot fetish videos emerging online. An
0: angle to take. And there's nothing. For Eli Manning, Eli Manning doesn't leave the house as far as I know. Right. Yeah. He says
1: nothing. He right. does nothing. <laughs> so that's the kind of the position we're in this football season with the two New York teams. Mm-hmm. Other than Odell Beckham, but that kind of gets tiring, right. you know, his uh, antics, and he's not really doing anything bad. And then the Giants had this kicker, Josh Brown, who was okay. the domestic uh, violence stuff, but that's not fun. Like Rex Ryan was fun- Yes, sports
0: talk. You're know, like he his wife had the tattoo of Sanchez. Right, like, that's right. That's crazy. Was... That's something you could talk about for 2 days. Right. And take calls about and like make yes. jokes about that. Yes.
1: That's... He had a. You're right. His wife had a tattoo or no, Did did Rex, Rex had a tattoo. I thought the wife of his wife.
0: Oh, okay. With yeah, a yeah. Mark
1: Sanchez jersey I gotcha. on. I got you. Okay. But right, and then the foot fetish videos. Yeah, that's something you could go with right and he would say dumb things yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah he was great <clears throat> now in uh when i was living in tampa when we lived down there the that was a great thing for me because i was a tampa bay bucks fan right and i could listen to a local local sports talk right so and they also had like a lot of the players had their own show right Now, i don't see a lot of you of uh, the shows or stations up here having the players having their own hour Yeah, they just shows. have like a, a... They just call in. Call in, in yeah. yeah, you're right it was interesting down there. Every single player had a show, almost. Right. <laughs> you
1: know? Like a uh, the, the, uh, Mike Allstott show on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Warren
0: Sapp had a show. Right. Booger McFarlane had a show. Right. Uh, and you like those? or those guys,
1: they never really say anything. Warren this, Sapp was great. He, he was, was
0: always pretty good for it. But Derek Brooks was boring. Right. Yeah. Derek Brooks, perfect example. Boring player. Just a great, great Eli player. Eli Manning boring. guy. Like, right. just a, uh, he's going to say the right thing. He's right. not going to say something crazy. Yes. But... One player that did have an interesting show to me was Keyshawn Johnson. He did. Yes, he did it host free solo. Keyshawn Johnson taking phone calls (laughs) after a loss. After a loss or after a bad game where he dropped some balls. Yeah, he was taking calls. All right, call in, and then he would be like, "Yeah, Keyshawn, you suck." All right, next caller. Like the, guy, <laughs> the producer must have been like, we're just burning through calls here. Right. You there know?
1: isn't a next caller. <laughs> right. You just blasted through all right. of them. So that yeah, was you're right. interesting. You're right. We don't get the player shows here.
0: Yeah, why is that? I
1: think it's because it's such a, you know, when you're in a smaller market like Tampa, everything is within a, a short driving distance. Okay. So where the team facility is, is close to where all of the fans could could get to a restaurant where the player was appearing. Okay. Um, and here, like everything's so spread out. So if, uh, if a giant fan, if a giant player was doing a show in Jersey, someone from New York's not coming to Jersey. Someone okay. from Long Island's <clears throat> not coming to <clears throat> Jersey. You know, I don't know just, it's just so spread out here.
0: Right. That's the difference. Cause like in Tampa, and I'm sure in other yeah, uh, places a lot around of the country, the smaller markets, yeah. If you went to the mall, oh, there's Michael Pittman walking with his right. family. It's, it's weird. Right. But they're you out and would never, about in the public. you would never see Eli Manning walking. Maybe. but Right. No, you're right. It's very rare. Very rare. But there's so many times I'd be at a restaurant, oh, uh, Warren Sapp's eating over there. Right. Or somebody had a story where he, Warren Sapp was just in a strip club the night before. Like, right. You know, it's just different.
1: Yes. Yeah, they're more in the community. Right. When it's not a huge city like a New York, L.A., Chicago. hmm so that's yeah, that's def- definitely a different uh perspective.
0: Uh so do you listen to any other shows besides your own like
1: on uh on the regular radio? Yeah. I listen to um let me think. I listen my my listening day is uh Howard Stern. Okay. If it's on a, a rerun or a part that I've heard already, I'll go to uh uh the Bennington show. Okay, me too. I love Bennington. Which used to be Ron and Fez. Mm-hmm. Fez uh, had uh, quit the business. Right. And now uh, Ron Bennington does the show with his daughter, Gail. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'll wa- I'll listen to that. I will put on um, Jim Rome's podcast.
0: Yeah? Yeah. I used to listen to Rome because you told me, oh, this guy's great. I never right. really got it. And then when you're in Tampa and you had nothing else to listen to, that was...
1: You would listen to it? Yes. I but, have a big problem with like guests on all these shows, yeah that's
0: what I was gonna say. he always had way too many anonymous guests on right yeah,
1: he still does okay it's a lot of uh it's a lot of guests where and that's the problem with the national sports radio shows so if Jim Rome is going to talk to the guard at Kentucky, yeah, who cares right unless you're really into Kentucky
0: uh, now I'll say okay with Mike and Mike. No offense to you, but I, I will put it on right. sometimes because I do like a segment where, like, if they're talking to, like, an Adam Schefter. Right. Like, that's interesting to me to hear who got injured, who's might be getting benched. It goes along with your fantasy. Yeah, exactly. So, so, to me, that is a good guest. Right. But you're right. Talking to a player. They say from, nothing. From Kansas City doesn't do anything for me.
1: Right. Yeah. Or even, like, we—Eli uh, Manning does a weekly spot— with Mike. Okay. He says nothing. Right. And he has been saying nothing for
0: as long as he's been here. Yeah, he must be getting paid a pretty good amount. Sure. Yeah. And they don't say anything. Like, they're all so good at saying nothing. But if he did say something, everyone would be upset about that. Right. Right? Like, they'd be yes. like, what, what, "What? doesn't he know to keep his mouth shut? Right.
1: Well, and he does now know to yeah, keep his exactly. mouth shut. You know, the, those Mannings are like experts at the media. Right. But for the most part, I... I don't like as a listener hearing a guest. Mhm. So I we don't put a lot of them
0: on. Um Now, if, if do you think a guest might be good like a a, a baseball guy, say. No. Like a Sweeney Murdy, maybe. Is that his name?
1: Yeah, Sweeney. Would well, he Sweeney's great for Yankee insider stuff. That would be pretty g-
0: a good guest, I think. Yeah. If you consider that a guest. Right. Yeah, I would consider him right. a guest. But like a I don't I don't know who did you have on recently, Mo Vaughn? Yeah, Mo Vaughn was that a great guest? No, okay, not a great guest. Right,
1: <laughs> but if a guy's if a guy comes in, like I would never put Mo Vaughn on the phone because mm-hmm. I think that's an right, absolute sure, sure. tune out. Yeah. But sometimes the chemistry with these guys, with Craig and Boomer, is such that it could be interesting. Okay, but you don't know in, in studio in studio. Yeah, but you don't know until they're there. Okay, and then in order to get a great one, how many? How many mediocre ones do you have to go through? Sure. And is it? it's never worth it in the ratings. When I look at ratings, when I see when we have a guest on, it's it's never... A guest is always lower rated than just the show talking. Okay. Always. On the phone or in studio? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. On the phone, always terrible. Right. Sometimes in studio will be... And if somebody's really good and they're a local, cele- a local sports celebrity, mm-hmm. like a Reggie Jackson, th- that'll be equal to what we normally do. Okay. But rarely is somebody better than what we normally do. Hmm.
0: So I remember you saying, uh, was it Obama or Trump was on one of the cowherd, cowherd shows?
1: Uh, Trump. Okay. And like, they, they were pumping that up, like they were pumping that up on the, on the national TV broadcasts. Okay that Colin Cowherd was going to have Donald Trump on. Right. It was
0: terrible ratings. Yeah. I think it was promoted everywhere. But you know, it's like, okay, if, if that was an exclusive interview. Right. But he's on every show. Well, that's the thing. All of these guys,
1: all of the all of the sports celebrities are on everywhere.
0: Right. Promoting, so, um, promoting odor eaters.
1: Yeah, even so. if they're not promoting. Like Brandon Marshall, you can hear from him uh, – Every day on sports radio from the guys going into the locker room, guys going to practice, post-game, pre-game. He's on showtimes inside the NFL. It's like they're all oversaturated. They have their own Twitter. Right, right. They have their own Twitter. So we hear from them all week long, all year round Mm -hmm. that it's just not special anymore. Right. So to put them on as a guest. But you'll still have uh, people who run Sports radio stations, they'll all say, who's your guest, who's your... Like, uh, finally, I got s- people don't ask me anymore when they say, how was the show today? Their next follow-up question is, who'd you have on? Right. That used to be all the time, and I would annoyingly say, nobody. Yeah. It was a great show today, because I had nobody on.
0: Right. that That's when we enjoyed, uh, to me, right. enjoyed Howard, because it was based on his personality. Right and not about the guest. Right, and, and then if ball he did busting have, and things. Right, if he did have a guest on, it was a low-level celebrity. Like a Richard Simmons. Or Seinfeld when he was starting out, and right. he could bust his balls without kissing his ass. Right. And you see Howard's personality shine through. So if you guys had a some bad guest on and made right. fun of him, that would show Craig's and Boomer's personality, right? right? Yeah. But
1: I found like people, people want a reason to tune out. To see what else is on. Okay. They just do. Like you've talked about it. Like you're looking for something. We're always looking for something
0: else. Yeah, you're right. Because so, like, just for instance, like Mike Clay will say, okay, we're going to have the Tennessee Titans beat writer on to figure out this backfield. And I'm like, well, I don't have anybody on the team. Right, so. so you're out. Yeah.
1: Meanwhile, if he was not going to have a guest on, you would stay tuned. Yes. Right, so we're giving people a reason to tune out. Mm-hmm. So even when we have great interviews... People tune out before they start. Like we used to put the Indy 500 winner on every year. Oh, yeah. They would come into town. They'd do Letterman. Okay. And then they would come on and do our show. And they were always great interviews because Craig had no interest in the Indy 500. But he was interested in their lives. And it was funny. It was good stuff. Sure. Yeah, definitely. And they were always terribly rated. Okay. And they were always fun interviews. Hmm. But people hearing Indy 500 winner coming up, bloop. Yeah, next channel. Right, right, right. You're just giving them a reason to tune out. Okay. Like we we said, yeah, Stern. It was always <laughs> the best, and was them. Oh, that was a thing early on. I think with Opie and Anthony, they had no guests on. Yeah, they used to have nobody on. But
0: yeah, you're right. Because you said you set yourself up. Stern did the same thing. Opie and Anthony did the same thing. Where we're rebels. We're gonna tell you what's on our mind. And right. And once they have that a big guest to them and they kiss their ass and they right. don't challenge them at all, the fans are furious. Right. Because I, I remember, o, uh, Opie and Anthony had kid rock on.
1: I remember. Yes.
0: I, and it didn't mention anything like pressure on my just like letting him fiddle with his guitar and right. didn't challenge him. It was on.
1: cool to have. Kid yeah. Rock and on. it's
0: like, what they're like, well, we had to do that to get other guests on. But, no, who cares? Right, we don't want guests. You don't have more comedians, which, to me, was a good guest. Right. Right? Right. So, I don't know. Yeah,
1: I have that now. So, yeah, Opie and Anthony, well, they've split up now. Right. So, now it's Opie and... Nobody. Opie by himself, but with a different person in there every day. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, they didn't split up so much as Anthony got fired.
1: Oh, right, Anthony got fired.
0: Then it was Opie and Jim Norton. Right. And they split up.
1: Right, but they would always have. Here's the thing. So Opie's show now, he has different guests in with him constantly. So to me, comedian, yeah, or, okay, whoever. It it there's no consistency to it. Okay, it was even like that to me. The Opie and Anthony show, when they would always have another comedian in there every day, mm. somebody. Okay, so <clears throat> there was no consistency to. If I'm going to put the radio on, I don't know what I'm going to get anymore. I used to know I was going to get Opie and Anthony and Jim Norton talking, right, for four hours. Then it was a comedian in there, or two comedians, or uh, Buzz Aldrin is in there now. Like it just yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't make sense. So I never t- I stopped tuning that show in because I wasn't getting a consistent show. Okay, it was all over the place, which is like the same thing. Like the Howard Stern show does the wrap up show. Mm-hmm. Where it's Gary, Baba Bowie, and John Hine, right? But there's always some third-rate actor, okay, or comedian or musician in with them, so you never get a consistent feel for what that show is. Yeah,
0: you're not getting a recap exactly yeah, of the getting... show. You're getting somebody's input that maybe didn't hear the show or doesn't know. Yeah, but you're not even getting
1: is. like those two. You're not getting Gary and John Hine doing a show. Right. They're in there with a couple other people. Yeah. I I don't know. I never understood that. Like, I I think for these shows to be successful, talk shows, podcasts, they have to be consistent so that you know when you tune it in what you're getting. Okay. And you're getting these two people talking or these three people talking. Right. And when it's all over the place, there's no consistency to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like when I was doing the interview podcasts. Right. A while ago. Well, you never... Like, if you weren't interested in that person, why would you tune it in?
0: Why would you download
1: it? Why would you download yeah. it? Yeah. Or I wanted something that was consistent. Okay. Where it was like, okay, I know I'm going to get these two talking about whatever. Right. But and there would be
0: some story in it. Right. But it would be
1: something know. that... It would just be some consistency as to what is coming out of my speakers and into my headset. Hmm. Okay. Yeah.
0: Now... <laughs> but... And you're right, because... Now these podcasts now are so specialized. Like we said, the soccer right soccer podcast, the fantasy football show, right? Uh, There, I mean, it's probably hundreds of things that are just specialized. Yes, thousands of them. Yeah. Do you listen to any podcasts? I do. Besides this one, Uh, I do listen to this one because I like to see how it sounds.
1: Okay. Then I listen to the Jim Rome podcast. Right which they just recently started, which is they take his uh, three-hour radio show and condense it down to 45 minutes. All guests. It's guests mixed in, and I forward through them.
0: Yeah, when you had Travis Rogers on Jim Rome's ex-producer, did you mention the The amount of guests? Yeah. And what was his rationale behind that?
1: Uh, He said it was... I think I had said that I always feel like that's an easy way out for a host. Okay. So it's easier to interview someone for eight minutes than it is to create eight minutes of fun, funny content. Material, yeah. Yeah. So he did. Yeah. He said that, um, what was I wasn't going to say with that. The, the, yes, yeah, so I'll listen. I'll, I'll listen to Rome. I'll mm. check out Mark Marin's podcast, but that is very a determined, determined, guest determined, guest determined. Right. So if I'm interested in the guest, I'll listen to it and it's great.
0: Yeah, and it seems like he's taken a step back from what it was, where it was just comedians. Right. Now it's musicians, artists, which I don't know. And
1: I don't mind that either, but he's doing two a week. Yeah, At that's, some point, you run out of people. Right. Quickly. Yeah. You know, so I never wanted to be, have to rely on somebody, a different person every week to... Right. Contribute,
0: yeah. So maybe Mark Maron can give me a call. We can do some topic. Podcast. You and
1: yeah, definitely. <laughs> maybe interview a veteran,
0: what you had mentioned earlier. Knitting, or knitting. Do a whole yeah. podcast on knitting. Uh, I, I, another channel I like. Yes, NPR.
1: See, I never understood the NPR. thing. Why? I don't know. It's always so dull and boring when I've tried to. Yeah, it's listen good. To it.
0: It, they have interesting things. Like This American Life is an interesting
1: show, and it's a podcast. Well, I will, listen, when you look on the iTunes charts for podcasts, yeah. NPR has like multiple sh- top 10 Right.
0: Podcasts. This American Life is always number one, I think. Yeah. 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 So
1: obviously they're doing it
0: correctly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a well-produced show and yeah. it's an interesting topic every week and knowledgeable people yeah. <laughs> as opposed to this. Oh, this rambling. is the opposite.
1: Yeah. <laughs> What's it called? This American Life? Yeah. Yeah. I've never even give, given
0: that a listen. Oh, okay. It's pretty good. All right. Uh, marketplace is a good show. Was that about the uh, stock market? Yes, but it's not, it's for dumb people, really dumb people. Like they'll just do a story about like, I don't, couldn't even tell you like the cornfields. I don't know. It's very interesting, believe it or not. Yeah. And does it help you think like, Oh, I should invest in this? Not necessarily like that. Just an interesting documentary okay. type story. I and like that. Condensed into like five minutes, you know?
1: Oh, it's a five minute podcast. No, no. It's oh. a
0: half hour at six thirty, driving home here in the city. I see. 93.9. Oh, you listen on the actual radio to NPR? Yeah, you know what? I don't know if it's my car, but I feel like the FM does not come in as good as my satellite radio. Right. Yeah. And they, the satellite radio has an NPR channel. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So I can listen to it there as well.
1: Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I like the sound (laughs) of the satellite.
0: Yeah, like coming here, I put on 1010 to get the weather, <laughs> and it was just...
1: AM radio? Yeah, it was static. Yeah, because yeah, if you drive near power lines... Yeah, forget it. Yeah, and the one main road you have to
0: take to get here is right. all power lines? Yes.
1: Yeah. Probably right when you were waiting for the
0: information. Right when I was getting the forecast. Let's go to the weather with blah, blah, blah. Was and and I almost recorded it just to play it for you, but I didn't <laughs> do it. <laughs> uh, when was the best time of uh, Stern? The
1: best time of Stern, I think, was the mid to late 90s. Okay. Like, um, I'm always partial to the Jackie the Joke
0: Man era. Okay, I was going to say Jackie and Billy West. Yeah. I wasn't that into Billy West. I thought it was just an added dynamic to the show. The ball busting? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, hmm. I would say, okay, oh, I know the era for Howard Stern for me. It was the era of um, the Rodney King <laughs> situation. <laughs> okay. This is all kind of, they were kind of close together, I think. It was Rodney King, the L.A. riots. Okay. Uh, the O.J. Simpson. That had to be 1994. O.J. killed his wife in 94. Okay. So it was that 94, 95? <laughs> That whole thing. Anytime there was like sort of uh, tension in America. You went to Howard Stern. I went to Howard Stern because I felt like at the time he was the only person talking since. Okay. You know?
0: Um, I'm willing to bet if one of those things happened now, he would have the exact opposite yes. view of what
1: he had then. Yeah, he is not the same right. guy. He would not be as adamant about rioters right, yeah, no, that sort of thing. Like He, he would almost
0: sympathize with those. Right. Yeah.
1: Or try to explain why they might be rioting. Right, right. Right. Well, when it was that era when Howard was married to his first wife mm-hmm. and seemed annoyed and angry all the time. Right. And I used to love when he would have a three-day weekend because you knew on Tuesday yeah. he spent some time with the family okay, and an extra day, which he wasn't used to. Right. So he'd be extra annoyed okay on tuesday right that i loved
0: that's funny yeah it's funny how like he would always bust like fred's balls about his marital life right meanwhile he was having major problems which he never brought to the air right right
1: yeah i still don't like that i always had this idea that nothing was hidden on that show sure everything was out in the open yeah and then you just hear then just like over the past few years you hear about this Marcy Turk woman who's who's running his office now or yeah. some say running his life. Mm. You have all of a sudden one day Howard TV disappears and all those guys that worked for him right. for years are gone. Right. Uh the Howard 100 news department disappears. Right. Uh, Tim Sabian disappears. Like, and the, and it's never addressed on the Right, air. yeah, it used to be an open
0: book, you would think.
1: You would think, but maybe it wasn't all along an yeah. open book, and, and we just know more now because
0: of social media and people talking about it, like Artie Yeah, right. talking about it. Uh, but that book that she, she didn't author that book. She, she just, did not. She just liked the book.
1: Yeah, it's uh, like an organization <laughs> book. Y- yeah. Getting Things Done, I think it's called.
0: Uh yeah, I guess that's the right word for it, but did you ever No, read
1: it? when he used to talk about it quite a bit. I I know I looked at it on Amazon. Okay. And I like organization. Yeah. I like things being organized for sure. You certainly do. So I was interested in it and then I don't know what happened. I, I guess I realized it was a book I would have to read it. <laughs> I was like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, anytime there's a book and you have to like, okay, I don't know, like write down a dream journal or like, forget it. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Write down a food journal. Like, nope, I'm not going to do that. Yeah.
1: Not doing that. Yeah. Yeah, That's how I looked at that book. I was like, "Hmm."
0: because Howard is still
1: very influential to me, right? Where when he's talking about something, I'll look into it. But that that does sound interesting.
0: But Howard has the worst taste in music, right? Movies, (laughs) TV, right? He loves superheroes. <laughs> you you would never watch Gotham?
1: I tried it because of the power. Really? I did. so hilarious. I thought maybe I would like this. Okay. I, d- I did not. No. I didn't care for it. I mean, you do watch The Bachelorette. I don't know if you got that I from do, him. I do. I did, uh, probably did not get that from him, right. but I, I do enjoy that.
0: Yeah. That's hmm. kind of funny how, like, you know, he was into, like, D. Snyder and that type of music. Right. Twisted System. Yeah. Right. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, hmm.
0: And, 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 We could even go back to him advertising things, which you know he never ate a Roy Rogers sandwich. Right. When he was advertising that. Yes. Of Heineken or Bud Light, whatever he was doing. Right, Heineken's. It was just, even now, when he advertises
1: something. Right. But I bought a squatty potty because he was talking about it.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: That did not work out for me either. No,
0: okay. (laughs) But,
1: listen, I think the Howard Stern Joe is clearly not what it was. Right, right.
0: But it's still very good. It's still my go-to show. Okay. That I'll, you know, if I'm in the car. Yeah, but there was a time in my life that I would not be able to drag myself away from the radio. Right. There was, I mean, I can't tell you how many classes I missed in college because Same I was here. listening to him do t- a Who record right. at 1045, right. you know? Right, you wouldn't go into class now because it's like, you wanted to hear it. Yeah, as soon as he starts annoying me now with, Something I'm not interested in. You shut it off. Shut it off. I could, there's a million other choices. Right. But he's still very good. And
1: what? You know what the weird thing is? Uh, I used to, and I still have tons of cassettes with Howard Stern yeah. tapes. And I always thought, oh, if we could just have a channel where they rerun the old Howard stuff. Yeah. That stuff does not hold up for That's me. That's what I was going to say. And I loved that stuff more than anything. Right. But w- when it's on now, it's like. The Sternthology, they call it. They'll mm-hmm. play something like
0: from the 90s. I'm like, ah, it's, I don't. Yeah, radio is very in the moment. It's very immediate. Yeah. So if you, if I listen to Sternthology, like, oh, wow, this was one of those shows that I've heard about. I probably listened to it a of times and I'm it does nothing for me. It doesn't live up to the hype right. of what you remember it as. Yeah. Like Scott doing the push ups. Yeah. Like I remember being so hype about that. Right. And, and then. I listen to it. And I'm like, yeah,
1: yeah. You know what's weird on 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 those when I hear the old ones when he's when you know Howard's complaining about something and then he'll somehow reference his age. Oh yeah, that really throws me off because uh, like the height of Howard and he'll be like, "Hey, Robin, I'm 37. I'm a man. I should be." I'm <laughs> right. like,
0: "Holy crap! He was 37." <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. Screaming at that, that's
1: like, so funny. <laughs> he was at his peak at 37. <laughs> right. Like, wow, envious of that. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's so funny. And to be able to do it for as long as he has, you know, as much as I liked Opie and Anthony, mm-hmm. they had a very small window. You're right. Yeah. When you mentioned- Where they the, were popular.
0: the uh, Yeah, you're right. 98, 99. And they 2000, were 2000, 2001. That's it. That was it. Right. They never
1: were that popular again.
0: Yeah. I mean, they had a good run on satellite, but nothing- Right, compared a very smaller audience
1: yeah, compared yeah. to the regular radio, mm-hmm. you know. But so when guys can do it for that long, no matter what you think of them, like I'm not an Imus fan, the guy's still on the radio, mm-hmm. though. Yeah, you know, I don't listen to Rush Limbaugh, but he's still on the radio.
0: Right, he's hitting some type of nerve. Right. Yeah.
1: Right to still be able to, and for Howard to do it at a high level for all those years, you know. I don't know. I just Obie and Anthony is a perfect example of that. Just the, They they had a window there.
0: Yep. And they pushed the limit, I think.
1: Right. But Opie still is obsessed with Howard. It's like, if you follow him along on Twitter, it's like, oh, Howard, they're getting mad because I say hi to Howard in the morning. No no one is notices that.
0: <laughs> You're not on Howard's radar. Right. You're yeah, just I not. I don't think so.
1: He, they, They're like, oh, somebody tweeted, Opie, oh, um, did they want you moved to afternoons? Did Howard have you moved? He goes, that's what I hear. No. Howard has no idea you're even on Saturday (laughs) radio. Right, right, right. He
0: just doesn't. Uh, That's pretty... That's delusional thinking. That's delusional thinking. Yeah. There's a while back I stopped following him and put him on a list because I didn't want to see his tweets anymore. Right. I went through a pretty good unfollow the other day. You started unfollowing people? Peter King. Gone. Goodbye, Peter. I don't need to see somebody retweeting negative tweets and then saying... Well, that's your opinion. I don't care. I do not care (laughs) that somebody's calling you stupid or whatever. Yeah.
1: So you're out for the Peter King
0: tweet. Yeah. There's a couple other people I just like. You hit them with the unfollow. uh, Yeah. Like uh, just too many political things like Damien Fahey. I I enjoyed him. he's very political.
1: Yes. Yeah. I don't think I need to hear the politics of the guys who write Family Guy.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, Seth MacFarlane. Like we should let more Syrians in. While I live in a (laughs) gated community in Beverly Hills, like they're not going to be coming to your town. Yeah, so that's why I was like, I'll wait till the election is over. Maybe pick up on those. Right, go back to those people.
1: That's a good call.
0: How about uh, how much time we have left?
1: Oh, let me see. Uh, We could wrap up in a few moments.
0: I was just going to ask some commercials. Okay. That maybe annoy you on uh, on the radio. Yeah. Do you have any that come to mind? Mm-hmm. I was going to bring up uh, Cars for Kids. Cars for Kids. I have a little game I play where I like to listen to it, the jingle start, mm-hmm. and just when it's about to start singing, I'll...
1: You hit it. I hit it. And then do you get back in time for it just to be
0: ending? No, I just won't go back to that station.
1: <laughs> right, but the, the Cars for Kids, but that's how you know it's that advertising is working. That it's that you can recall it. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, and that's the one people always bring that up. Yep.
0: Of course mm-hmm. for kids. Uh this I don't think this happens any longer. I think he went out of business or he sold the dealership, but Brad Benson. Yes, he sold the dealership. So he doesn't do those commercials. He doesn't anymore.
1: do the weird commercials. Yeah. The uh uh the, the guy who does it now, former football player, he uh they do straight commercials now.
0: Oh really? Yeah, that was a uh he would always try to do like a hot take. Right on uh whatever it was in the news yeah but the the problem with the brad Benson
1: commercials when he was doing them he was always about four days behind <laughs> like, True, he was very busy crafting the perfect jokes and things okay that by the time they got recorded and put on the air was like that was like four days ago Yeah,
0: Bridgegate is over with yeah
1: no one cares <laughs> yeah eddie and i used to say that when they'd be running in the during the boomer car and she be like this was probably great when they were in a meeting a week ago. Right, right. But it just
0: it didn't hold up. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if this is on your station now, but I hear this on satellite radio. It constantly is the guy, the Zeepa guy. Zipa? Yeah. I don't know what that is. It's a stop snoring method. Zeepa with a Z. It's happy spelled backwards with a Z. Oh my gosh, who would remember that? Happy spelled backwards with a Z? Yes.
1: <laughs> Z- okay. Oh, I see.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's talking like the uh jerky boys. You gotta stop snoring. Yeah, that's you not never good. heard this? This I'm is not. on constantly on Stern, no. it's like ridiculous. As soon as I hear a commercial on satellite oh, okay. gone. <laughs> <laughs> but like I, I will I'm one of those people that sit through a commercial. You commercial do. break, yeah. Especially a satellite it's over in three seconds. Right. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> they run one SIPA commercial and they're back right. on that's true. Or a cabbage with a K.
1: Yeah, that I've heard. <laughs> okay. That's the girl from Shark Tank. Yes. Uh, let me ask you about this one real quick. Do you remember the shows like, uh, Love Line and, uh, the, when they were radio shows? Yeah. Call in sex advice shows. They'd run late at night on regular I radio. I kind of had
0: a feeling you were to bring vivid radio and stuff like that up. See that I don't,
1: uh, oh, okay. this, this, was, I was thinking more of, well, Love Line with Adam and Dr. Drew mm. and there, in uh, when I was in, or when I was living in Tampa, I would get a, a show out of Orlando late at night.
0: One hundred four Yeah, right? yeah. That's where I would get stern.
1: Yes, some days. Real radio. Yes, one hundred four. And they had a, a a woman at night doing the sex talk stuff. Where oh, okay. She would give advice and things. Mm-hmm. That was always interesting to me. I don't like. I don't. How does how those have disappeared? Sure. Like there's no. I'm sure Loveline is still on in some formation, but it's not the same. Okay. But like that should be a. a On your ride home, you should be able to get that somewhere. You can't get that even on satellite radio. They had the Cosmo channel. Okay. Cosmopolitan Magazine had a channel. Okay. And it was aimed at women, but I used to listen to it all the time. It was really good. Uh, Cocktails with Patrick, the uh, afternoon (laughs) show. They've turned him into a sports talk guy now. Really? On the Mad Dog Radio. But uh, he used to do a great show about relationships. He would have a topic. He'd talk it out. He'd be the guy side. All the callers were women. Okay, they'd give their thing, and it wasn't sports and it wasn't politics.
0: It was perfect relationship relationships. Sure. Yeah, that's one genre that's never really like. Why isn't that a show? Yeah, when you think about what we listen to, like right. Stern talking about sex and right, and Opie and Anthony doing shocking things, like that's not really who we are. Right, right. No, we're more like interested in. The relationship part yeah. of it. Yes. And finding a woman or or Keeping continuing a relationship. Woman. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so it's really weird that that never struck a nerve with us. Right. Or why that didn't become a genre.
1: Right. Like a, New Jersey 101.5 had a I'm girl. Sure. I think Michelle Gerson was her name. Okay. She used to be on at night, and she would kind of do that too. You can do that without it being a
0: graphic sex show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I remember giving one on one five a shot there
1: for a long yeah. time yeah 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 that 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 girl i think used to do a, a relationship type show
0: but the, there's that show is horrible i mean that station yeah we'll yeah. be constantly with the traffic and weather right it's enough New jersey chime time thing uh five eleven. and they're in an the echo chamber yeah <laughs> hello love <laughs> so that's about is that it, it? Yeah. that's all you got yeah
1: let me take a look at my uh, thing here yeah i think i'm good
0: trying to see if loveline's still on anywhere, but it is still on it is
1: yeah I forget who the host is now though but it's it's still on k r o q in Los Angeles, I think is where it comes
0: out of okay uh dr drew announced on april twenty first that loveline would wrap up
1: uh oh how do we do
0: Adam Carolla rejoined the the co-host for the final show okay, but then on September eight two thousand sixteen the show was rebooted ah as a weekly podcast. Oh, I see. It's a podcast. With Amber Rose. Oh, right. And Dr. Chris
1: Donahue. Yes, that's seen? on the Play.it Network Ball. Oh, right? yeah. Right here. Maybe we get a crossover. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Amber Rose will mention us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, a, a relationship show where you take phone calls would be great. Yes. I don't think it works great. You can't take phone calls, I don't think, on a podcast. Right. But uh, that Somebody I was, had a
0: question about a fight they had with their girlfriend? Yes. Like, yeah. That I always liked, I
1: always liked finding those shows driving in the dark. There yeah. was something about listening to that type
0: of radio in mm-hmm. the dark. Yeah, that I liked. Like, uh, I remember in Tampa. Tampa always had like an interesting. Mix. They were
1: always good for talk radio. Yeah,
0: for many years, like Art Bell, they would have. Right, remember that? He's a national guy. Yeah, like the UFO stuff. Yes. it was interesting that when you're driving home. Right, it's kind of spook yourself out. Yeah, Phil Hendry was another Phil show they great would run one. all the time. Very interesting show, mm-hmm. but yeah, you're right. There's not much uh, out there. Right, anymore.
1: they used to even have <clears throat> Gary Spivey, who was the psychic. <laughs> really, he would do psychic greetings to phone callers. It was
0: great. Wow, it's crazy. Interesting to listen yeah. to. Yeah, I remember the infomercial Gary Spivey.
1: Yes, he had yeah. the big white hair. Yeah, looks like a wig. Had and Fez to be a was wig. on it.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. He was
1: a Ron and uh, Fez finding Ron and Ron. Ron and Ron yes. finding. Yes. <laughs> They had that whole radio station down there at one point. Oh, really? Down in Tampa. It was Ron and Ron in the morning, the Hooters girls. Oh, wow. Uh, Bob... Uh, Lassiter? Bob Lassiter into the Gary Spivey. <laughs> that's crazy. So it was a whole day of shit And then the night with Gary Spivey. <laughs> and the night with some psychic talk. Uh,
0: All right, well, that's our talk radio.
1: That's uh, talk radio. I say, Paul, podcasting is the new talk radio.
0: That's right, but... Probably a little too specialized, maybe. Perhaps. Yes.
1: Not as, uh, not as broad. Yes. Not as broad an audience. Hmm. All right, everybody, uh, take it easy. See, Sue.